Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes. Welcome to episode 81 of Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. Myself, Woolly. And Mr. Barden in session. Hey, mate. Nathan's got pretty shocking internet. Big bit of a storm's knocked all the internet out, apparently. So hopefully we're good hotspotting off your phone or something, can't we? Yeah, mate. It should hopefully be all right. I've got two bars on my phone down in the dip. But uh, oh, shit. hopefully you can hear me all right. Yeah, no, you're coming through good. We'll just roll with it. If you drop out, we'll pause or whatever. Um. Yeah, mate. How's your injury going? Well, mate, it's funny, hey, because like I ran on the Monday and I was like, well, I was sore from literally starting up the road to the rest of the road, the rest of the run. I think I put those Bostons on again. And so I'll definitely, I, that didn't help. And it was getting, it was feeling like I could feel that have it tendon on the bone or but on the side of the ankle. So I decided to take anti-inflammatories all week and just gym and spin bike. So um, I did, I've done that all week and then I was itching to go for a run, which was good because I was really motivated to run. So Sunday I went to stuff it. Um, I did 17K, uh, warm my orthotics, and all I was getting was just uh, that, bit of an ache in the Achilles. It feels like someone's just come up behind you and just pinching on your Achilles. And it didn't kick into about 3K. So um I don't it's I think it's down to like tight hammy calves pulling into the that last thing is the Achilles. I reckon that's that's what it is. Maybe a bit of shoe choice. Internet's gone haywire. The inflammatory, and then my back. Oh yeah, sort of. I'm gonna leave that in because that's pretty funny. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Like a full-on robot just going like. <laughs> so anyway, I I don't know. Seventeen k. I got home. I jumped in the spa. I had another. I had an anti-inflammatory, a Mobic which is a COX-2 anti-inflammatory. Um, and I fucking last night massaged it loads. I think it's just down to a tight calf pulling into a tight Achilles because I can run with it. It just fucking feels like someone's pinching my Achilles. The ankle pain's gone. So I reckon it's still connected. I've got physio on Wednesday. Um, I ran with my orthotics. I'm just going to try and wear my orthotics. And I reckon that will obviously help. I'm just going to sort of load the calf up a bit so that it's, not stretching out too much and um tonight i'm going to spin bike tomorrow i run wednesday i've got um physio so i might do a bit of spin then just see how i go like i'm not going to lose any fitness by sitting on the spin bike the only issue is is like i've not got i haven't had any big like 30k runs in the leg for a few weeks but um i'm not going for a pb at, at sydney so i'm hoping that it'll just just uh, got to get around just get through, 
three and a half hours or something like that, three forty. Yeah. Um, you know, and not and and not. But but when I finish the run, like oh, so I'm walking, you can't really feel it. So I think it's just down to tightness and just maybe you know, if the physio just like fully manipulates the calf, like just breaks it all up, it might be all right. He's got this laser stuff he does, and he makes you wear goggles, and he wears them too. But he said, don't run the neck that day because it aggravates it. But it breaks down the tissue a bit, I think. So, But what I'm going to do is then book him for a massage with him as well. So, Because he obviously knows what his treatment he's done. He can sort of, rather than go to Mark like, at the moment. Is that so, like shockwave therapy or something? Yeah, something like that. But it makes you put like, like glasses on because whether it's rebounding off the wall and not good for your yeah. eyes. Yeah, fucking yeah. Um, and just maybe, yeah, I reckon it's just tight. I reckon it's down to just tightness, tight, tight calf, maybe just pulling. But anyway, uh, you'll be right. Yeah, mate. How about you, man? I've been going good. I um, we've got the uh, Striders and Morton Bay Roadrunners time trial this Sunday, and that's what mm-hmm. I've been like specifically training for. So I had a really good week of um, of training. I mean, we haven't really talked about what training we've been doing lately, but I'll, I'll go through what I've done this week. And um, this week, I've still got quite a bit of training to do, but obviously the last few days are kind of tapering off. But last week, um, started Monday as kind of normally do Mondays, just kind of like recovery from the long run. So I did 45 minutes easy. And then, um, and this is where I know I'm getting... I'm getting fitter, like we're doing these sessions and I'm just feeling ever so slightly more and more comfortable. But Tuesday night, I went to the mill um, at Petrie there and I did two sets of five by two minutes and um, with a one minute jog recovery in between and every single two minute rep, I hit like around 320 pace. So I was like, like the last set was pretty hard, to be honest. I was going all out the last couple, but I managed to stay on 320 pace. So I was like, that's def- a definite improvement from recent sessions. So I was stoked with that. And then Wednesday, I was um, I was going to go out and run, but we had a massive storm come through. So I ran on the treadmill yeah. down at the gym. And um, I got to the gym because I'm a member of um, uh, the Jets just down the road from where I live. I got to the gym and I like scanned my thing and the door wouldn't unlock. Scanned it again, the door wouldn't unlock. Then one of the staff came over and let me in. And when we um, checked on the system, like I wasn't, I wasn't a member anymore because I'd, um, I'd actually emailed them and said, oh, can you cancel my membership? But they said, yeah, you got to sign all this paperwork and that. And I just hadn't got around to doing it. So I just figured they just kept charging me. But um, yeah, they had, they'd actually stopped charging me. So they had cancelled it. How long ago was that? <laughs> Yeah. So at least they let me in to use the treadmill. And, um, so I did, I think was, an hour. It, was it canceled? Yeah. Yeah. I was fully not, I was a non-member. How long has that been? April. <laughs> since oh, April. Have you been using it since then? No, nah, no, nah, I haven't been down there. So oh. pretty, um, I've been so busy, man, you know, with running and then I've been coaching at Thai boxing and I just haven't had time. Yeah. Plus I've set the gym up at home now. So like I've really got no need to go there unless it's raining and I want to use the treadmill, but they let me use the treadmill for, I think I run 50 minutes and then I was supposed to do a session on Thursday, but I had a huge day of work. And um, so I just moved the, like the Fridays 
easy run, which was like 10K. I run that on the lostit.com loop. So I did that on the Thursday. And then Friday, we went up the Sunshine Coast and um, took the kids to like this place called Aussie World, which is like a, you know, it's like a kid's um, sort of like mini dream world. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, we went there all day and I was probably, man, in the sun too much and just on your feet all day. And then Friday afternoon, I went to um, Golden Beach to do this session which was um, 2K at half marathon pace and then 1K sort of more at 5K pace times three with a two-minute jog in between. And I saw it was like there was a little bit of wind when I started, but then um, I did a warm-up and I was like, oh, there's a bit of breeze that way. So I run with the breeze. So I did two, I did two reps, man, and I was absolutely feeling just, like on top of the world, I, I didn't think there was any wind behind me at all. And uh, I thought, oh, shit, I better turn around and do the, at least do the last set to, back towards the car. Otherwise, I'm going to have like a bloody 6K warm down. And the moment I turned around to do that last rep, oh, my God, the wind. The wind, I heard. So strong. And I just suffered, man. I suffered through the last like um, 2K and then the – I think the like the la the one k was supposed to be around three twenty five pace, and the last one k on that set I did in three fifty, like I just could I just couldn't get moving, but um yeah that was pretty tough. And then I went into um, park run on the Saturday feeling pretty buggered, but I hooked in and and hit the paces that I had to hit, and I ran seventeen fifty three, which was like sort of around three forty ish, and yeah. then. I went back up the coast for a birthday party on Saturday night. Um, went to that, got home sort of pretty early, uh, got up early and run with Paul Gourlay because he was up, he just happened to be on the Sunshine Coast. We run 15K around Caloundra, like just looking for hills. Did that pretty good. And then in the afternoon, I got home and um, we were going to record, but everyone was pretty busy. So I was like watching YouTube videos of, uh, like you kind of put me onto it, Nate. You know these um, what are they called? Hybrid runners or oh, hybrid athletes. athletes. Yeah, and I was watching loads of these vlogs and it got me mega pumped up. So like, I reversed the cars out of the garage and I did a full hour gym session in the in the in the garage, like full shirts off in front of the mirror and that. What you doing? Are you doing like circuity sort of stuff, like a CrossFit sort of workout? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did um, that's I good do... conditioning, though, isn't it? Yeah, I did like, I did a bit of a like, uh, kind of like jogging on the spot warm up. And then I went, in, I did a load of like kettlebell drills, um, core stuff. And then I'd finished with three rounds on the bag. And then I went and jogged 4K, like as a cool down. And that got me to 80 kilometers, just over 80K for the week. So I was pretty stoked with that. And um, yeah, this week will be a little Good bit week. smaller. But man, I'm put the call out to anyone in the area at Northside Brisbane or anyone who's willing to drive to the north side of Brizzy. If you can run 340 pace, even for like 5K or 10K, or, or even if you can run it for the whole half, could anyone jump in with me this weekend for the for the uh for the half marathon time trial? Paul's gonna run the last half with me, he thinks. But um, yeah, anyone else who could jump in geez I'd, that'd be really appreciated 
We own for 117 something. Yeah, 117 something. I've got to get under 118. I've really have been a bit dirty at myself for not slipping under at the sunny coast. So you got to go 340 a K, is that it? 340 average would get you just under. And um, I think because it's flatter, you know, it's dead flat. The the course yeah. that we're doing is just, you know, as long as there's no wind, we should be all good. Well, that class is an official time for you? Nah, but I mean, it would just be good to mentally know I can do it. And yeah. they do have the proper timing clock and all that down there. And the course is, you know, marked out pretty to the you know exact what you could do? meters. If you knew you, you had a really you could if you did it, and then you wanted to do it in a proper half, you could next year do Gold Coast, do the half and the full the same weekend, but just give the half everything, yeah, and then just do the full as a as a run, yeah. Because like, like three at hours it, thirty or something in the full and just enjoy it, yeah, and um, yeah, enjoy it. There's <laughs> oh, me, yeah. going. <laughs> um, but I was thinking, oh, when I on that Saturday. I was running out to watch Matilde. I did 12K, so I only had to do another nine, and I would have done, done a half. I could have done both bloody – could have done both runs. But um, I was thinking about that for next year. But then it's a lot of money to enter, isn't it? Like you got 160 or 180 for the full. Then you got about 140 for the half. So it's a lot of money you're spending. Do they not do a deal if you enter both? No, but it's worth asking the question, though, isn't it? Yeah. Just to see. They might do. Might get a discount. Sure, you could get some sort of discount. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. Dave Ridley took it out last year. Well, this year, sorry. Um, he went for a run, run the next day, didn't he, on the Monday? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. He ran like 109 or 108 for the half and then run like 220-something for the full. That's insane, eh? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, fucking mad. The, um, what was it going to fucking, I was going to say, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, mate, if you can, uh, that fuck, I'd have trouble doing one k at three uh, three forty. I reckon, let alone forty uh, twenty one of them. Ah, you'd be right. Get rolling. That track, little track session. I know I was. I had trouble doing, like getting under four minutes a k, but it was not a not a proper track, and it's uneven ground i was running in the dark but i watched this this lass i follow she's like um european she did the uh, the italian grand prix they had a they had a the f1 they had a 5k race on the track oh, it was 5.46k and she did it in like 21 minutes something so she was averaging i think about 340 a k but she makes it look so effortless yeah. i'll send you the video i was watching i was just going She's going slower than 340 a K. She can't be doing that. But she just looked like just looked like she was doing about four and a half minutes a K. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's weird, eh? It's when a, you watch um, deceptive. Watch Ben Parks run, man, and you watch like when he does it films his sessions on YouTube. And you think, oh, he's jogging. And he's running like three twenties yeah. or something. And you think Yeah. It's deceptive, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. But uh yeah, so um, let's have a look at some results. We got we um, we didn't mention last man standing at uh, the Clint Eastwood, did we? From no. um, that Anthony yeah, Gordon competed in that, and then and then won the Lake Manchester the week after. Yeah, that's crazy. right. 
but uh, we've all been um, we've all been uh, taken aback by UTMB, and um, yeah, I think some of the striders are converting to a bit of trail running. It uh, yeah, there's yeah, heaps of them signing up, eh? Yeah, signing up for the uh, SEQ uh trail series i think i might come and do the bunya uh veal because i know the forest so well and that's uh that's about 15k in it so Man, uh, i'd, I'd get on to entering because i'm pretty sure it's like nearly sold out it's in february though isn't it but it's it like, might even be sold out i don't think that is because i could have entered it i looked this morning oh, okay I could 65 bucks in it fraser said he might come and do the short course um there so um yeah that's a that's a bit it's only a few weeks before london marathon so i just have to no oh, risky eh? R- just risky, risky that you might fall over and hurt fall over going going hard and yeah. fast you know 15k it's a bit of a sort of sprint and um oh, yeah you don't want to fucking then i'm getting on a plane a week and a half later yeah um, so i think i'll have to think about it but let's have a look here at um, the Clinton Eastwood last one standing. Um, Ryan Crawford and Kevin Muller just kept going and kept going and kept going. And in the end, they um, at 59 laps, they uh, called it a draw. So um, they they just because otherwise, I think they just would have, the two of them would have just um, killed, going it, to- killed each other. <laughs> Is that a 6.7K so, like- loop? Yeah. What, how many laps did they do? 50, 59. Run four, like 399K. Yeah. So, 400K. So, Holy shit. So they took out, they, they, they split, split the win, which is fair enough. Um, and that, that uh, great, great effort by, um, by the two of them. And uh, we'll go to UTMB for the results. I was actually watching it live and I was like, I, I was loving it. it was, I saw Zach Miller was in the lead and I read about Zach in um that book Rise of the the um Ultra uh Marathon Runners book and um he's a really interesting character. He just goes full bore. Like he just goes out mad and people go, oh he's never gonna fucking this guy's never gonna win. And that's just the way he races and he wins he started winning all these races and got quite famous. And he's been at UTMB a few times and I thought oh he's gonna he's gonna get the win this year and then Jim Worms, Wormsley who's been doing it about 10 years been trying to win trying to win and he just and I always think he's he's quite a tall lad but he's very skinny and I always think he's not got enough meat on the bones to sort of be strong but he um he actually caught Zach and I was watching it and they played a bit of cat and mouse and then he just he was having some gut issues but then just kept kept going and um he took out the win, even though it was a slightly different course to last year. He beat Killian Jornet's time, so they've given him a course record, a big course record. Even though it's a slightly different course, but as UTMB do it, because there's always different rock falls and different stuff, yeah. and some yeah. some yeah. parts aren't passable. So it's always 170k. So whatever the course is, if you get the fastest time, then that's you get your class as the course record. They don't sort of discriminate against, oh, you ran like a slightly 500 metres, slightly different route to last year. 
they just go, you've got a course record. So anyway, he took out he took out the win in 19 hours and 37 minutes for 170 kilometers with 10,000 meters of elevation. <laughs> That's absolutely yeah. crazy, isn't it? And then Zach was uh, about 20 minutes behind him in 1958, 58. And then Jermaine uh, Granger came in at uh, 20 hours and 10. And we got to give a shout out to Daniel Jones, a guest we had yeah. on the show from New Zealand. He was 12th. Uh, in, that's uh, awesome. And that, that 21, just, yeah. 55, 59. So, like, um, I, I don't know if he was the first Kiwi because there was another Kiwi running. I've forgotten who that was. Um, but yeah, what a what a great result! Like, um, I mean, he, he got a chance that one year he could take that out. If, oh, uh, if he keeps going, sure. yeah, for yeah. sure. Killian Jornet was out this year, not doing it. Um, and uh, Matthew Blanchard, who's been a contender, he was fourth. And um, uh, Matthew Dehane, he wasn't running this year. He's like he's about like six foot three. He's another sparling, but he's. Um, He's a he's won that a few times and he was out uh this year, but he was at the finish line to uh, welcome Jim across the line. It was um that's what I love about the, the trail running community. Everyone's like really pretty friendly. Everyone will stop and ask if you're all right and and uh, everyone supports other people, which was good to see. Man, the the finish line um footage on Instagram is pretty epic, eh? And like just even some of the nighttime footage, have you seen the drone yeah. footage that was getting around where they all the headlamps oh up like in the yeah. people going up the mountain it's, it's just be good to get even go and watch one year yeah great to run it but i mean so before i go into the women's results um there's that indian lass that we follow on instagram she'd be doing like a run streak a bit like adam and she um she does some really good uh instagram reels and she went to UTMB because I have a number of different races on. I mean, we really should read out the Triple C, which is the 300k race. There's the O Double C. Then they have a 15k race and a 40k race. So the 15k is on the Tuesday and it's 1200 meters of elevation. And Matilda's like, oh, I wouldn't mind doing that, but, but I'd have doable, to. Yeah. I'd have to. She said, I'd have to do a, get back into some trail trail running practice and also the hills because her heart rate spikes on the hills and whether that's a COVID thing. But I said, well, we probably won't be able to fit it in next year, but let's aim for the year after 2025. And that begin would be there for the week if you can find accommodation. But her sister, um, Matilda's sister, only lives a couple hours drive from Chamonix. So that might work for us. On the Monday, they do a 40K trail race, um, which people like you and me can enter. And it's 3,000 meters of elevation. So you spend the first, like that 15K one, you spend the first 5K going up. Um, and then the rest of it is sort of like flattened downhill. But that's, um, there's a couple of good options there. But the finish is like the Tour, it's like being in Tour de France, isn't it? The whole, the thing is just so popular. It's just manic. I forgot to say, man, that um, Jim Wormsley, he like just for the listeners who kind of don't follow the ultras or, or any of that stuff or the trail stuff to put it into perspective i think he nearly got the olympic marathon qualifying time he only missed out by like maybe a minute so if you think of that 
Um, what, what country is he from? Is he American? He's American. He was the first yeah. American to win the men's race. And Zach Miller was second. He's American too. So. Yeah. So he, whatever the um, men's American Olympic marathon time is, he only just missed out on that. So that gives you the idea of what sort of caliber a runner he is, yeah. you know, so they, they, these guys can run like quick on the flat. But you know what? Well. That's that's such a hard race. You know how much they get for winning? 20 grand. Oh, shit. Yeah, but probably yeah. they make, like, if you win that, you probably make millions in endorsements and sponsorship oh, yeah. deals. And- I think he's a hocker. I think he's a hocker. But, um, yeah, but you think about you win a marathon, you'd win a f- shitloads. 10 yeah. times more, mate. And then, you you know, like, when you think, you understand why all the Kenyans and uh, the... They don't bother with that- it. They don't do it because there's there's nothing there's no money in it. They might as well go and run a marathon or get get um, paid to pace in a marathon for the first half or something. Yeah, yeah. And there there is a Kenyan that keeps winning all these mountain running champs though. There is one. Yeah, I've seen his name. Yeah, they're really good um, at climbing and that. But the thing is, if you get injured, then this is what the issue is. You you you're very unlikely to trip over touch wood. On the, on the road, yeah. But out there, it's so easy to uh, trip over. Like I did it twice in the space of about um, two hundred meters at uh, the Brisbane Trail Ultra. It's the, and it's only the run downhills. Okay, it's the yeah. downhills that, that get you. Like Lake Manchester, you gotta go so fast. I was like the the guy that didn't have the trail shoes on. Like I was just getting out of his way because I was thinking, man, he's, if he stacks it, he's going to take us all out. take you with him. Yeah. yeah. Like a bowling it's, ball down there. Yeah. Yeah. And because it, that's, it's so steep, you've got no real control over. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're skidding on, you know, you don't have decent shoes on you. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you where it was real skiddy. And I was actually almost like skiing down. And I did it that time at uh, the Brisbane, Mar- Brisbane trail marathon last year. But that Lake Manchester, where you went wrong and you carried on going up, and then I turned right to go down, which and I nearly missed it myself as well. Yeah, um, that was really shaly, and he literally like was skidding down sideways um, to it. But you had to sort of like take it in that kind of fashion. But there is a there is an art to running fast downhill. Like I go pretty mad, knowing though that if I trip, I'm in trouble. But um, there is a bit of a a skill to it you know uh to, to try and stay up right but yeah if you know one stack and you really could be in a bit of trouble so these guys you know they go well the the winning money's minimal but the risk is really high is it worth it no yeah so yeah fair enough um and it's like everyone's cup of tea you know it's like i just enjoy it being out there in the woods nature and being a mountain biker as well um yeah i just find it sometimes a little bit more enjoyable than pounding on the roads and especially if you run in the evenings around i go towards suburbia like you i notice the fumes the car fumes yeah but you guys might just be used to it a bit more but i always try and avoid it if i if i can i go i go that's why i run on that rail um you know the footpath along the railway no yeah. cars like no just, yeah gross yeah yeah so let's go to the women's race because i've got like courtney de water is third time she's won utmb she did it in 23 29 which i don't think was a pb for her but this year 
she has won probably two of the other hardest races there are 100 milers she ran she won western state and then she won the hard rock 100 and she actually was the overall winner of hard rock 100 so like she's she won three big races uh this year so i think that just like she's she is like the queen of trail running I must say, um, I saw her on Instagram, one of the, one of the videos, she come into a checkpoint and she actually brushed her teeth. Yeah. I see her brushing her teeth. And I thought, man, that reminded me of Daniel Jones. We were just talking about before when, when he was on, he was saying that every time he goes to the dentist, the dentist says, mate, please stop eating them gels because he reckons he (laughs) rot your teeth. And when I seen her brushing her teeth, I thought, yeah, that's a smart move because you probably munch down bloody. 10 gels by that stage it's just so just rotting your teeth i'll tell you there's this thing that she really likes it's like liquid cold mashed potato like i love my mashed potato but i could not eat it cold in a like a it's like you know the the apple juice is like the apple um puree stuff is pretty popular with them pickles as well like i see them a lot of guys eat the big pickles cramping eh? Yeah, yeah, that's meant to be, you know, like the coconut water and all that. But, um, yeah, some weird things they get into. Like, I, I think a nice hard-boiled egg would be pretty good because you could chuck some salt on it and if you could get it down. Um, and I remember one guy I was running with in Brisbane Trail Ultra, he had at the checkpoint, uh, one of them, his mate had in some, they were still warm, like uh, boiled potatoes with the skins on. And he was munching on one of them. And I was like, Oh, that looks really tasty. Man, I, you, you just reminded me. When I went to watch Fraser run one of them trail races at Mount Cutha, there's a guy that I I knew through um, Thai boxing. He was actually an MMA fighter. I can't think of his name, but I saw him at one of the checkpoints and he was running along and with his hands peeling an avocado and eating it. Oh, interesting. Avocado. Yeah, he was carrying it. He had one in each hand running along and he's peeling one and just like ripping it up and eating the avocado i don't want avocado with other stuff but on its own i think that might yeah, be a bit munching it down that's I a thought, unique wow. that's a unique uh taste isn't it yeah so courtney she had um she had like a 40 minute gap to second place which was katrina hartmouth um and uh blandine lirondel was third actually um the fourth place chick Fu Zhang Ziang was uh, like in second place, but she just blew up and then she lost a, uh, a fair bit of time. So it's not over till the fat lady sings in, in that race because someone could just be having a bad guts and everything yeah. else. And that last sort of 30, 40 K just. Yeah. just one of them things, eh? like there's so much time to make up at the back end that you go out too quick, you're going to pay for it. And that's why they do the, they do, you start at 6 p.m. their time. And people go, well, you run through the night, but you run through the night fresh rather than tired. Um, and if you're unlucky enough, you do a second night, uh, which would be someone like me would uh, do it. But I just don't know if, um, well, getting into it's quite difficult. You've got, it's got to be lucky with the, you've got to qualify, get some running stones, then get pulled out in the lottery. Um, but I think it would be just quite a difficult one with um my diabetes but it was always on my tick list and then i did brisbane trail ultra and i went yeah no stuff that 
you just don't want to be out there on those mountains when you're you there's no one around you how do you get out in the middle of nowhere and you're like fuck i hope i'm on the right course and your headlamp goes out or something you know you'd be like Burr. yeah that yeah. imagine that well you well you'd hope that you'd just have enough people around you that you got people to follow but yeah yeah, a, um, yeah. I learned I learned that from uh, Brisbane Trail Ultra that when you're feeling good and you're going, I'm going to pass people, but you're getting towards night, just sit with them because um, that's how I got lost. I overtook a couple of people. I was flying. I really wish they just sat on them because they ended up uh, getting a couple of hours ahead of me anyway by the finish line. But that hour of getting lost that I spent out there, um, and I was with them, but I took the wrong turn. Who I went past them, and uh, they may have shouted at me, but I never heard, never heard them. So, yeah, it's wise to stick with stick with the group, even if you're feeling good. You know, it's different for those leading guys. They know the course so well. I've run it so many times, but um, yeah, it's uh, lessons learned from from that sort of stuff. Mate, there was also a really good half marathon. Don't know if you watched the live stream, but I was um I watched it live. It was bloody good. The big half in London. Um yep. that was won by Jack Rowe in 10108. Second place was Mohammed Mohammed in 10116. And Andy Butchard was third in 10215. And fourth place in his final ever race was Mo Farah. Mo. In 102.43. Saw your brother, your brother made him. a bit of a cameo there at the end. <laughs> yeah, I see him. Um, obviously, Spencer heavily involved with that, and uh, I saw him at the end. He was having a good chat with. He's been off training with Mo, like to um, maybe America, but they've definitely been to like Lanzarote and that together. When um, when he was trained by Alberto Salazar, they always used to go out there together. Um, but yeah, he was having a good uh, chinwag, wasn't he? With uh, with Mo, I noticed. Like that's his final race. Like you know, pro- proper race he's going to do. It was a pretty, pretty good performance. Like beaten mm. by much younger guys. That Jack it's been Rowe, a great man. time. Under an hour and three for a half. Yeah, yeah, and and not. I don't think that's like an extremely fast course. There's a few hills in it. Uh, the women's was won by Callie Thackeray in one oh nine fifteen. Second place was Rose Harvey in 109.15. If that's right. But anyway, um, third place was Abby Donnelly in 110.31. So bloody quick times for the women as well. But that was a great, uh, great race to watch. The top two oh. men really battled it out. Well, you so, look, sorry, I thought um, I lost you then. Been on the elevation, but you look at like, uh, you got me? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? The um, when you look like Brett Robinson and that would be up there with that lot. They would oh, have been, yeah, for sure, giving them a run for their money. Yeah. So, um, I I remember watching a live stream early one morning. I think it was in Japan. Brett Robinson run fifty nine something for the half, broke sixty minutes. Man, that's that's motoring. That is because he got the fastest time not on Australian soil, but he's got the fastest time for an Australian half. Yeah, I think so. I think he's got the record. And only, who's two, got, who's... only two Aussies have ever gone under 60 minutes, I think. Bloody um, Brett Robinson, Jack Rayner, they'd all be in the mix with those guys, surely. 
Um, should we do a local legend? Yeah, let's do it. Local legend this week is a local guy from Brighton, Taz Savage. He completed the Ultra 355 on the weekend, which consists of a 5K swim on one day, the next day a 300K ride, and then the third day a 50K run. And uh, 50K run, he averaged 430 pace, which is bloody impressive. And that was up at Harvey Bay, so that would have been hot as hell. So well done, Taz. Uh, he's just improving every time he races, he gets quicker. Um, I think he run like low 120 for the half at the sunny coast. And every time he races, he's just, you know, dropping, chopping huge chunks off of, um, PBs. So good to see. And, uh, yeah, next week we've got a pretty cool show. Uh, I won't spoil it, but we've got a, it'll be interesting. So, um, yeah. Make sure you tune in for that one. It'd be a good laugh. And we've actually got a couple, well, we, well, we won't spoil it. We've got a couple of cool things coming up. Um, but we'll, we'll, yeah, we won't ruin the surprise, but we've got some cool shit coming up, which is exciting. So I've got the half this weekend and the weekend after that, Nate, you've got the Sydney marathon. Sydney. Yep. And then uh, just to let everyone know that, November the fifth. No, sorry, November. Yeah, November Sunday, November the fifth is the Remembrance Day Red Run at Anogra, and this year it's only five dollars to enter. And for the first hundred people that raise a hundred dollars, so if you get ten people to give you ten bucks, um, that's a hundred bucks, and you get a free Red Run. Um, t-shirt you know those t-shirts are really good quality hey they're um they're nice we get it's going to be a red one with remembrance day and trek to health night and that so um five bucks to enter so um supporting uh trek to health uh, mental health initiative for our frontline workers so um, we'll um put the link uh next week we'll uh should have the link up for the website should be uh should be live and you can enter and hopefully we can get a good turnout like last year. We'll all be there like last year. Five and bucks. Good. That's a bargain. Yeah. Five bucks. You get, a, um, I don't know if you get a buff, but you'll definitely get a medal and, uh, come and get a free, uh, snag and burger from the lions club and that's supporting. And, um, yeah, so good, good, uh, good bash around the, around the dam. Was it uh, eight? Eight and a half K, a couple hundred meters of elevation, and uh, yeah, test out your new trail shoes. Yeah, sounds good. Good, good trail around that dam. Actually, yeah, a couple of really just, brutal hills in it. It depends what, like last year, we had to change the course because of the it was wet, but I reckon this year it'd be um, just straight round. And there, there's a couple of big hill near the start, and then the other hill, and then that's it. You just uh, home dry. So, yeah, it's a good, uh, good little run. Mate, anything else you want to talk about? No, I think we covered it. Oh, it's uh, yeah, there's been plenty, of, plenty of going on. You just got to get to the start line now, and you'll be all right. Yeah, mate, I'll be all right. I'm just going to hit the spin bike in a minute, and um, 
Yeah, have a good stretch out. It doesn't hurt at all when I'm on the spin bike. Weird, hey? You know, like even though you're using your leg, but I reckon it's just the the pounding. Impact. The, yeah. the landing and that, and just if it's slightly tight, it takes a Yeah, you know, if it was a proper injury, it would start straight away, hey? Like I'd be up, how it hurts. But I'm running along. I'll tell you what, I, you know, what, what it is that I enjoy about running is when you get into a rhythm, you know, you just sort of get into, it's like... um I suppose a bit of a monotony, but you know, you watch the Kenyans running and they're just clipping along at like, you know, three minutes a K and they just got that rhythm going. And that's what I, I quite, um, I got into yesterday, even though I could feel my like Achilles, but I just was, cause I hadn't run all week. I just got into that little rhythm. And, uh, that's what I like. just like, yeah, just, you just don't have to think you can just like, like sort of like clip away. So. Man, like that's my favorite. Um, like if you said to me, like, what's your favorite like session or workout? Mine would be <laughs> sounds like pretty um pretty crazy, but I love those big marathon sessions where you're hitting marathon pace for an extended mm-hmm. time and you just feel good tempo. Like run. you feel tired, but you're moving quickly yeah. and you you can just kind of get into your groove. You you know, you most likely got decent shoes on so you sort of got that poppy shoe underfoot and it just feel you just feel like a real runner like last year i'm sorry last gold coast when we did uh we did that session with the bush turkeys and we run around like deep water bend like that they've got like a 7k circuit and it's relatively flat it's got one little hill in it but when we were doing the uh we were doing like 5k reps and we were like four minute k's just flying along bouncing kind of having the odd conversation and you just feel like a proper runner it was yeah that's that'd be my favorite type of running i reckon yeah i was trying to hit like um at some for a few k i was doing about five minutes okay there's always a hill somewhere so it sort of slows you down but um yeah i was just like hitting that marathon pace i felt like then i was doing about five ten okay and i thought oh if i can stick with this for um for Sydney, I'll, I'll be happy. So, yeah, it's just uh, you just get into that groove and you just like keep, you know, clip it for you know, you know, you're you're home and you've got nearly twenty k done. So, yeah, yeah, just just taking all the um surroundings, look at the view. Yeah, that's all it. The, just enjoy it. You know, it'll be cool. Yeah. Yep. Worry about time or anything. If you feel like like pretty tired, just slow down a bit. Yeah. Mind yeah. you, when you're getting fatigued and you keep slowing down, it just keeps prolonging the pain, doesn't it? The agony. Longer and longer and <laughs> longer. Just want to get it done. Yeah. That's it. That's why the Kenyans say, you know, like I get marathon done in just over two hours because it's like you don't have to prolong the agony. Yeah. They they don't know how we're out there for three hours or whatever. They're just like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I suppose they've got to think that their long runs, how, how long are their long runs? if they're going to do a marathon in under two hours, 10, you don't really, they probably don't run, run that long. Well, we're out there for like hours so I'm doing a Sunday long run. Yeah. It's funny. yeah it's perspective. Up and down hills on those dirt trails. Even their track, some of their running tracks are like, like it's not even like a cinder, is it? It's just like dirt. Man, there's, there's a documentary on uh, YouTube. 
if I can remember, I'll put the uh, I'll put the link in the description. But there's an English guy who goes to Kenya and he's like sort of investigating the the sort of drug problems that they have and and the the state of their sort of athletics facilities. And he said that um, World oh, Athletics yeah. I watched them, it. Yeah. gives them like millions a year for the facilities and then they're still running on dirt tracks and there's no like the stadiums don't have any toilets and yeah, where's yeah, they that, get money? All that money? Where's that money up. going, eh? Where's it gone? Yeah, corrupt. Someone's yeah. getting that. It's not getting to the runners, that's for sure. Cool. I see um, Nick Bester. Did he run at the big half? Yeah, run up. I, I was going to mention him in the results. He ran like 68 minutes something, which is a course PB. It was 12th, was he? Yeah, bloody. Oh, no, I don't think he was 12th. Uh, maybe I'm looking at different results here because I've got 108 and 30 in 12th place. Was that he, he put it up on his... um. Put it up on his Instagram. He did, yeah, one hundred eight thirty two, which is a course PB. <sighs> Deep into marathon training, I'm stoked to finish this a solid way to finish off a hundred and forty five k week. How's it a course record? Uh, a, like for him. Oh, like right. A course PB. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, it went thirty three seconds quicker than last year. And all it just he's, he really wants that sub two twenty, so um he's on track for that for sure. Good on oh, you, good on yeah, you, mate. Nick. Yeah, we would be at Berlin, won't he? Yeah. So that'd be good to watch. And few few people from Brisbane are going to do that. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Um, that Narissa that from the Burt squad, she's going. I think there's a few of the Burt guys going. Be pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty fast course that one. Well, they reckon, uh, um, well, Kipchoge will be there, won't he? Yeah, so cool. it's in two, that's in uh, three weeks' time. Yeah. 24th of, so we'll yeah, catch that live. Can't wait for that one. Be good to watch. Yeah. Oh, wicked, mate. I'm going to uh, oh, go teach Thai boxing at the gym. Yeah, mate. You have a good one. We'll uh, see you next week. Got a pretty cool show planned, so stay tuned. All right, mate. Good luck, mate. See you soon. See you, mate. Bye, Bye, mate.
fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal messages can't breathe. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. Sometimes our minds play these tricks on us. Sometimes we find that our minds they climb higher than this. We climb up our imagination, contemplation, hesitating on exploitation. My mind we should find in time. Our minds they will shine with the longest shine you can. Put the time on minds to be these purple. A twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of violence in my mind. Stop rewind. Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. I'm contemplating, hesitating, on exploitation. My mind, 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 mind.